The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello ladies, gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I am as always Alex and I am joined by Dylan. Hi Dylan. Hi Alex. Hey guys. Uh, It is a special episode, which means it's episode 99.5. I feel like I'm the only one who's freaking out about this. We've been doing this for nearly 100 episodes like tomorrow, so that's really dope. Um, But since it is a special episode... We are very, very happy to have our third man here. Please introduce him, Alex, because it's your job. We are also joined by Scotty Wrestling. Hi, Scott. You could have just called me Scott. Jeez. <laughs> uh, hello. Hello. I'm happy to be back for, uh, what is this? Is this the second time I'm doing this? How long have you second guys been third, doing yeah. this podcast? 99 episodes. Actually, over 100 now, technically, because we had wow. special episodes. That's crazy. Well, congrats to you guys. I, I'm shocked. I'm I'm stunned that you guys have lasted this long because I'm so stunned any time a podcast lasts this long. So, congratulations to you guys. But I'm happy to be here. I mean, these these uh block not these blocks. The participants were announced in May, so it's been a long it's been a long road to get here. But I'm happy to talk about it. Yeah, a lot of uh, slow building excitement for this for this GP. You know, with the the lineup and then the blocks, and that was when everything kind of went chaotic. Um, but now we, we kind of have a good idea of what we're going to get from this tournament. And that's what this episode is all about. We're doing an entire episode dedicated to the five-star Grand Prix. 
Uh, now, anybody who listened last year, we had Scott on last year as well. And we're going to follow a very similar um, layout for the show. It's probably going to be a small bit different because obviously we're more experienced at this. And so is Scott. He does like eight different podcasts. So it's going to be a lot All better. All right, enough. <laughs> enough. You didn't have to make a like, remark about it. I, I was I was about to I was about to go the entire time talking about Scott with all his clout and shit. That was, that was gonna be my entire bit. Uh, but you know, I'll be nice. You missed out on your chance for a bit. It's too, too late. Mr. No Mr. More Mr. Bits. Fightful over here. Sean Rossap looking ass. I'm sorry, that was mean. <laughs> that was that was bad even by your standards. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm tired. I told you this. I'm very tired. <laughs> All right, okay, so I suppose we just get right into tournament action. So, yes. there's only one place to start when talking about the five-star Grand Prix, and that is who Julia. is going to win. So, uh, last year, we had a top three for who we thought was going to win. I don't know if anybody has three viable options this year, because it seems like a runaway. Um, but Scott, if you have a top three, do you want to run them down there? Oh boy, uh, <laughs> Julia. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is that what you said? Okay, so I'm gonna admit this. You just cut off in my ears, so I don't fully know what I'm saying. But I think you meant top three as in winners. Yes. Yeah, your top three favorites to win. If you have three, if you only have like two, then that's fine as well. But like you know, just maybe three people you could definitely reasonably see winning the tournament. All right, cool. Julia, Julia, and Julia. Um, yes. is that is that good? Is that fit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tam ruined my day mm-hmm. with having a title match before this, so my final is now this. just like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, man. Uh, so I'll do Julia Utami because I don't know, she's done nothing this year. Maybe like her vacation worked out for her, and oh man. I guess I'm just gonna go with two. I I don't think I have a third. Okay. The third one would have to be like someone like a Micah, and like yeah. I don't even believe that. So I'm not gonna <laughs> say it. <laughs> this is hilarious because like we, me and Alex talked for maybe like two minutes before you joined in, and we said exactly the words that you just said, almost verbatim. Because <laughs> um, we were like we were like I don't know, Utami hasn't done anything. Uh, Micah is always a possibility, and but it was Julia. Uh, so yeah, I mean. Uh, I am always interested in seeing a champion win it. So, I mean, I could see, like, Julia or Saya winning it if they want to give it to Saya. Uh, I think that would be cool. But if they don't, then, I mean, yeah, it's pretty much just Julia at this point with Tam, you know, challenging for a belt before that. Uh, Micah is always a contender for everything, though I, I don't know how heavy of a contender she is for this just right now in the overall standing it's really wild that there is 26 people in this and it feels like well, there's like two viable choices and one of them's unrealistic you know what i mean that's yeah. very weird uh it, to me at least you know what hurts micah it's the idea that whoever wins this is main eventing the big show of the year to close the year and i'm not saying micah yeah. can't do that but i just don't see her doing that right now uh i no, think I that's why that. i'm like i mean she could win but if she wins, I don't think they're doing the five-star Grand Prix big title match at the year-end event, if that's the case, which I, I assume they will be. So. I agree, but I also wonder, 
like the Mirai wind, and I know you're a big Mirai fan, Scott. The Mirai wind kind of shakes me up a bit because they're weird. They're they're kind no, of they, like, they, they, <laughs> just, they just do they just do things, bro. Like they they just be doing stuff. So like, all right, the Hanan thing. Got it. <laughs> yes, dude. I am so okay. You know what? We're, we're getting off track, no. but I'm still hoping that Hanan wins a match. Period. But Alex, <laughs> I know you haven't even said anything, so go ahead, bud. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, my number one and my only favorite is is Julia. Um, her and Tom seemed like the runaway potential winners when everything was announced you know the blocks were announced um but tom getting a title shot against Suri throws all of that into contention because you would be doing tam and Suri three times in the space of five months and i don't think even startup would want to do that even new japan wouldn't do something like that and they love repetition um so... and the alternative is tam versus saya again so yeah, either way gonna, it doesn't really work yeah like Kyrie's in that white belt scene i don't I don't really see the need for Tom to be in it as well. Um, so, I mean, Julia is really the only option then left because she is one of the only people who hasn't already faced Siri in this reign that you could see, you know, um, main eventing Sumo Hall, basically. I'm, I mean, they haven't confirmed that they're doing that, which would obviously shake things up completely because then any, like, any amount of people could, could win. But we're presuming that a winner faces Siri at the year-end show. And, you know, Julia makes the most sense because I don't think they do Mayu and, Ju- and Siri again. That doesn't seem like something they'd run back after, you know, a submission win, like a very defiant win from Siri. Uh, Momo is somebody who probably could have won, but she's just challenged as well. Um, so that really only leaves Julia because, you know, her and her and Siri kind of left a lot on the table after their match at, at Sumo Hall as well. And so to pick that back up at the end of the year at Sumo Hall kind of makes a lot of sense to me, um, especially because it feels like it's it's about time for Julia to win the belt. It's you know it's almost insane to say, but she's going to be three years in stardom this like the end of this year, and it's it's about yeah. time to belt her up because it's been over a year since she's had a singles belt as well. So she's had her time kind of out of the the, the uh, limelight. So in the GP and put her right back in and plug her in at the top. It's it's time. You know, if I didn't like Julia still, this would like I don't know if I'd still be able to watch watch Stardom because like <laughs> you said, she was out of the limelight, but like every month she gets a tag title challenge with a different tag partner for no reason. Um, and it's like I enjoy it because I like Julia, but like if I didn't, boy, would this be a, a chore to sit through, uh, especially considering I'm about to watch a tournament where she wins like a lot of matches because uh, that's kind of what's involved in this tournament because there's so many wrestlers that it's like winning five matches means absolutely nothing uh which is absurd uh but that's just the way the where the place we're at so i don't know i i can't see anybody but julia winning this and if somebody but julia does win it it'll be really interesting but you know that's mm-hmm. that's it's hard to even tell because outside of like the champions I, I don't see anybody viable at the moment definitely um I suppose one thing to explore is: Do either of you have any like dark horse picks? I know both of you kind of defaulted to Tommy. Um, like I could see maybe Suzu as a dark horse yeah. because you know if you're gonna main event Sumo Hall, uh, there's no bigger and better match than Suzu Suzuki versus Shuri. You know, two of the best wrestlers on the planet 
Suzu has been made to look like a star since walking into stardom. And you have had prominence opposite kind of Siri ever since they came into the company. So, you know, I don't see an issue with doing Suzu versus Siri, but I'm also not sure stardom ever lets an outsider win the GP again. Well, I don't know if they've had any win the GP. I suppose Tony Storm, but even then she was she was kind of theirs. Um, she's an outsider like two months later, so. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I, the, you know, yeah, they, I didn't, you. they didn't give it to Takumi last year. I don't know if they'd give it to Suzu this year. I don't think there's ever been more of a chance for a foreigner to, not foreigner, she's not foreigner, uh, for an outsider to win than Suzu here. Because I think Suzu has, like, I mean, she's she's Regina champion now. Uh, and Gami even said, hey, don't let any of those motherfuckers pin you, all right? Uh, and I, I love that personally. I think that's really funny. But I also kind of question, like, how many losses does Suzu get type of thing? And also, like, yeah. if Julia doesn't win, I definitely see Suzu going to the finals. Um, mm-hmm. Like that—that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, like obviously, like of the potential winners, a lot of them are from Blue Block. But if none of them are winning, obviously we think Julia's winning. But if none of them win, then I definitely see Suzu beating Julia and going to the finals, and either losing to whoever's on the on the red side, or just winning the entire thing. And I don't think either of those are bad options personally. Um, again, this is a big if because the big Julia problem. It's not even a problem, but just the Julia variable. But I, I could definitely see Suzu at least making it to the finals if Julia isn't. Yeah. Scott, oh, my turn. My turn. No, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I, I've looked up and down this lineup and like we, you know, we brought up Micah, brought up Tommy. I guess everyone's a dark horse that isn't named Julia, if you actually think about it. Mm, yeah. I'm gonna say this is just a gut feeling as I look at the lineup. I'm gonna say Hazuki as my mm-hmm. dark horse. I like because that. one, she's very respected, obviously. And say she loses the ta- I don't know when this podcast is going up, but if she loses the tag team Before. title, um okay, good. If she loses that, say this Sunday, I could see it happen. I mean, she she's facing Momo on the last day. Yeah. Is, is that yeah. true? can confirm yeah so like that's a meaningful match on that final day that to me at least she should be a contention and if you are looking for someone who isn't julia to come out of that block it might be to lose to like utami or something but but like a hazuki utami final isn't crazy to me because as we know with five-star grand prix finals they don't do the biggest match possible so it's like it's why I bring up Micah. Like if if Julia is gonna win this, why would you blow off the Utami match in the finals? You've saved that for so long. Uh, so it's that same like scenario. Like if they want Utami to win this, which would be kind of insane to give her two in three years since they've never given anyone two. But if they want Utami to win, Hazuki, someone I could see in that final uh, and ultimately losing. So. That's that's the person that popped in my mind. I'd love if Suzu got there, uh, but I'm guessing they don't do an outsider, but if they wanted to, I would not say no. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody would, would uh, turn down a Suzu-Suzuki tournament win. Um, I think uh, somebody like Tom is still 
a dark horse to me because we're all assuming that Siri makes it to the year end show as champion. And obviously there's going to be a few defenses in between. Um, so, I mean, if Siri loses that belt somewhere along the way, then Tam winning the GP becomes a lot more of a, uh, a viable option, right? Because she is still somebody who can main event Sumo Hall. And, you know, no matter who wins it from Siri, you're almost guaranteed a big match between them and Tam. So, even though Tam currently doesn't have a big chance, if at any point Siri drops that belt, then, you know, Tam winning wouldn't be super shocking in that case to me. I don't know if... Now, Alex, I... I, Sorry to to cut you off. I always do. Um, But I like that point. However, there are two points. Is that one... As as Scott has said, Tam's kind of in her last dance. It feels like feels like she's kind of, you know, her last burst of energy. So I can see her getting two red belt challenges, especially if there's a different champion by the end of the year. So I can see that. However, once again, all roads end with Julia. Because there's no, at this point, with, with Momo out, with, you know, Mayu out, with Utami probably not challenging Shuri anytime soon. Like, I just don't see that match happening again. Uh, for the belt, you know, it, Micah is like one of the few people who haven't challenged Shuri that like I could see challenging Shuri, but that's not going to be a win for her. All roads end with Julia. Like Julia is dethroning Shuri at this point. Since it wasn't Momo, I think it's it's very clearly Julia. And I don't know how they get to Shuri Julia before they get to Tam as winner. You know what I mean? That that's where that's like fumble for me because like I could see them doing Julia and Tam again for the red belt, mm-hmm. but I don't think they have. I don't think they're gonna like have the time to path it that way by the end of the year, if that makes sense. So that's why Tam's just completely out in my mind. That mean that I... means she's winning. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean. There, there's ways to do it. I mean, the thing with Stardom's end of year, and we said this when it was announced, that New Japan crossover arena show throws a massive rock in the way of everything. Because yeah. they could easily do a red belt title change on that show. So that that could really throw everything for a loop. So Honestly, I think that's where Kyrie wins the belt. Possibly, wins the yeah. Belt. Uh, I don't think they give away a, a big red belt match. If it's a red belt match, it's probably like a Micah defense type thing. Why would they do a Micah defense in front of 15,000 people? Well, because the Kyrie match is going to be the main event. Like, Kyrie winning the white belt is a bigger match than anything the red 15, belt 15,000 people deserves at Maybe least two anything. main events. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. But I, I don't know. A game to Ariaki. Like, that's... To be fair, I think the main event's going to be a mixed tag, so just saying. That's pretty shit. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Um, well, I don't Okada know. and Utami matter to people. That that, that does sound pretty cool. Uh, Okada now has red gear, so it just he does. It's matter. true. I didn't watch his match, but I saw that. Oh, okay. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> amazing. Wait, um, wait. How Kenta. about I only watch Kenta? So go on. I don't know how many que- what questions you're going to ask, Alex, but I do have a fun one if you don't ask it. So I'll save it for the end. All right. Cool. Cool. Um. Yeah, um, as far as uh, Dark Horses go, I think that that's pretty much it. Um, 
me and Utami might win. They they might run back Utami, Siri. Like I don't I, I don't think uh, Rossi would be too afraid don't. of that. But I would rather they not do it again because they're doing it in the GP anyway. So I would rather have something fresh. But they might be like, well, we can sell a lot more tickets for it. It's not really a they haven't burnt it off completely yet. And then you know you can you can have Siri retain there and continue the the thing with her and Utami. So just saying utami winning is a, is a possibility i wouldn't do it but you know they've they really like utami so i wouldn't put anything past them i totally forgot this would already be her second five star mm-hmm. uh because she just won it a couple years ago i i always just black out the 2020 five star because i remember not liking it that much even though it was pretty good uh i completely forget it most of the time so yeah i don't know it's it's kind of a an arms race between utami and mayu to see who wins it the second time first it's probably gonna be utami uh because mayu's kind of winding down with the swa belt uh like she doesn't really have a chance this year unfortunately so i, I don't know it's it's an interesting that's an interesting layer to it is that nobody's won it two times and mm-hmm. i imagine that will be utami's goal going forward uh maybe not this year but in the next couple of years i imagine she'll she'll get the second one one of these years probably yeah um, right, well, I suppose on to the next big topic. Um, this tournament is obviously going to be filled with amazing performances. Um, who do you think, uh, Dylan, I suppose I'll go with you first. Uh, who do you think will be tournament MVP? Uh, uh, Zoomy. <laughs> I was trying to think of anybody else that I could say. Original! Uh, but... Yeah, 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 exactly. I've I've never said that before. Hot take, Azumi, good wrestler. Um Yeah, I think I think Azumi with nothing to lose is great. So it's like obviously she has the high speed belt, but there and she's in the high speed block relatively. Like there's quite a few high speed wrestlers in, in her block that she can lose to and that can be like, you know, oh I want to challenge all that shit. But I think Azumi has a lot of good things to work with, good people to work with. Um on the other side, I would probably say either like Hasuki or or Saya. Again, hot takes all around. Um, three of my favorite wrestlers <laughs> in the world might have a good showing. Crazy. Um, yeah, I, I I think those are those are my three. Really, I've, obviously, like Micah is always the dark horse for having like insane matches. I think that people don't give her enough credit in singles matches. I just had a discussion with people. Um, about how I think she's way better as a singles wrestler than anybody gives her credit for, especially nowadays. Like last year, maybe, maybe not, but uh, now I'm like really excited for a lot of her matches in the five star. So yeah, um, for for red, I would say Azumi and Micah, and for blue, I would definitely say Hazuki and Saya. Tall Saya. You get one. What are you doing here? I don't care. <laughs> I don't cheating. care. That's the crazy thing. Cheating. Do you want me to it's just say Azumi and then like? What what do you want? Just okay, Azumi. There. Okay. Who would have cool. crazy? Great. Amazing. Fantastic analysis, Dylan. Uh, Scott, what's yours? Who do you think will be the MVP? All right. Five months ago, I said Hazuki. Like it was a gut feeling, and then and then Stardom announced Suzu Suzuki for the tournament, and I said, "Oh, never mind. Yeah. It's Suzu Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not. I don't think she's gonna win the tournament." And usually, you know, you pick your MVP that doesn't win, but just has a lot of great matches. Unless it's Shuri last year, that's a little unfair. I think Suzu Suzuki, because she's facing 
Mayo Iwatani, Julia Sayakamatani, Starlight Kid, Momo Watanabe, Hizuki, Saeeda, Natsupoi. We're skipping Mina. <laughs> Hanan, uh, Marai, which was great. And I guess Ami Sarai, too. So, like, to me, that's like a lineup of just, and of course, she needs to be healthy for it. And it sounds like she will be fine. But I think that entire lineup just kind of like locks it up for someone in the Blue Stars block. Um, because I think it's the strongest block of them all. Uh, no offense to Mina, you know she could shock me again. She I know could, I was you know, I was reading down. Maybe the list she remembers with you. how to wrestle. <laughs> I was reading down the list with you, and I was like, "What's he gonna say about Mina?" And then he, you just did that. I was like, "Oh, that's great. That's great." That's exactly yeah, I had to disrespect her because she yeah. has disrespected me countless times with that Joker shit. She's gonna disrespect me. Uh, I don't know if you know about that. That's fine. That's fine. I, I saw your guys' conversation. I don't. Everyone saw your conversation. That was that was a nobody likes it. Like, that's a crazy. Uh, that, like, that's like the type of shit pa- on that's that's a Stardom Quest Patreon shit right there. Um, <laughs> arguing. Anyways, in, in public, that's great. If I had to pick a Red Stars block person, I'd probably just pick. Ugh, ugh. I'm not. I'm not amped up about any of these. I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to say... Don't say it. Koguma. Okay. Oh, yeah. For Red Star's block. Because she's like, you know, she's not that person at the... T- Wait, who did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say, like, my Sakurai or something stupid. Come on. I like my Sakurai, but, like, that's... that. I would have been like, oh, boy. You know what? That's enough. I'm going to stop talking. After that. <laughs> well, because I think so lowly of you. <laughs> yeah that's right. exactly why <laughs> she's good she's gotten better how do you bicker with every guest don't my entire point this is why we don't have guests <laughs> i'm like a i'm like a conservative uh news jockey that just god. just is antagonistic for no reason oh god okay um... i hope my sakurai beats azumi you're terrible oh, you're terrible. oh wow oh my speaking god. of that you know what okay Again, I also don't no, know what questions Dylan. you're going to ask. No. Okay. I'll ask at the end, like Scott, my bet. Okay. My tournament MVP. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it always happens right before you speak. That's the great thing. <laughs> my tournament MVP. Also, Suzu Suzuki. Because I just watched her... Um, have the matches of her life in Catch the Wave in front of a hundred people or less sometimes with an assortment of people. Um, this woman is going to go absolutely nuts in Ota Ward in a 10,000 seat arena in, you know, the, the Yokohama Budokan. Her and Mayu is going to be amazing. Her and Sayakamatani is going to be insane. Her and Julia are prepped to have a match of the tournament, match of the year level contest. Um, then shit like Suzu versus Hanan is is gonna be so good. Like so, um, I would be shocked if anyone matches Suzu's output, just given how she goes at basically one hundred percent in almost every match, uh, unless she's wrestling Tomoka Inaba in the Basement Monster, in which case uh, she is wrestling at thirty percent, and you are gonna like it. Yeah, that's fair. My my mic and headphones disconnected because I was laughing too hard. Uh, and I, I pulled them out of the computer. So uh, I only heard like half what you said, but I, I, I 
kind of like forgot about Suzu for a second in terms of like pure match quality MVP. Um, Cause like, I just see her as like, Oh, she's going to fucking dominate this shit. Uh, and I'm excited for that. Obviously. <clears throat> I'm also, she's one of the first people to make me like genuinely excited about a Starlight Kid match in a while. Uh, and I know that sounds very uh, hater of me, but just, here we go. no, <laughs> just genuinely like, I'm giving Starlight Kid a compliment here. God, no, guys, you're not. <laughs> you're really I am. Not. I am that Suzu. like I'm backhanded. Yes, of course. That's all of the compliments I give. Uh, no, but like I genuinely think that's like, oh, that sounds like a genuinely really fun match for Kid, and I think Kid could definitely like thrive in that sort of match. Uh, and I, I haven't felt like that for Kid for a while. So like, Suzu's definitely a, a game changer here uh, throughout this entire tournament. Also, her versus Tall Saya is a, is a very good one that I'm excited for. Even if she doesn't win the tournament or even get to the final, I would love to see her uh, challenge Tall Saya if Saya survives that Kyrie defense. Very, very big if. But if she does, I would love to see a Suzu Saya match uh, for like the belt. I think that'd be really fun. My best reasoning for the reason Suzu will probably be the MVP is you know the catch the wave stuff that was smart alex good good call there uh but suzu on a show that isn't that big of a deal aka new blood three gave mirai maybe the best match of her career like top three guaranteed mm-hmm. and listen i think you know i i'm a mirai fan but i can admit that she hasn't been great i mean that tag team title match that she had was awful that was horrendous worst tag title match of the year but if suzu does that with mirai right 15 minute draw everyone knew it was a draw going in but they convinced you of how great it was and that's what suzu suzuki does and now she's gonna wrestle and like you talked about catch the wave now she's gonna wrestle like five six wrestlers that are better than anyone she wrestled in that tournament are you kidding me who? What? What? <laughs> Takase doesn't count. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I was about to say, so, don't disrespect like Takase. She didn't get to wrestle. I'm talking about like her blocks. I'm talking about her blocks. Okay, yeah. Kohaku her block and is the future. Block. Rico and yeah, like that's my point though. Like she's wrestling all these <laughs> people that are better now, and she was already MVP of one tournament. I have all the confidence she does it again. That's well. That's well. Fair enough. Yeah. No. I mean, Suzu. I, She's just like the best wrestler in the world almost. It's it's her and Saya neck and neck really for, for the best. Um and she's going to just go crazy in this tournament, I have no doubts. Um I suppose following on from that, um obviously there's a lot of amazing matches in this tournament. So uh maybe we'll go around and just share our top three most anticipated matches i guess uh maybe we'll start with our third place match and kind of go around you know uh scott does third dylan does third i do third and then we go around for the second okay we got it okay all right. how about i go last all right sure if if, if that's what you want <laughs> so scott um what do you have as your third most anticipated match of this tournament Man, uh, there's so many. It's not really fair to pick three, Alex. I have my top two. Um, okay. Give me one second. I'll go first. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> my, my number three is uh, Micah Hameka. Uh, it's it's one of those matches that's like, it'll be either be like really, really, really fucking good, or it'll be like, oh, they're just wrestling how they always wrestle, except against each other. That's crazy. Um and then one of them will win, and then that's it. So 
again very like it could be really great it could be really you know not great it could be very boring but i think that if they and i imagine they do want to have a good match together because they've never really had a singles match against each other i believe so i, I see them doing a, a lot of good stuff against each other and that that's my number three i think they could do a lot of good stuff scott you got your third yes i do yes i do uh utami versus Omega. I'm oh, not nice going to explain more. I like Haas fights. There you go. That's fair. All right. Uh, my third place is um, Saya Kamatani versus Suzu Suzuki. Um, I feel like this one hasn't got as much attention because it's in like the very middle of the tournament. It's on. It's in like early September, thirteenth day of action. Obviously, people's eyes are drawn to you know the first two days and the last day. But and I was writing out this, you know, the the matches for for the preview. This one stood out because this is in the You're Yokohama welcome. Budokan, and if you don't think Saya and Suzu are going to go a hundred percent in the Yokohama Budokan, like they're they're just going to go insane. And you know, Saya's been on such a run this year that she's going to drop Suzu on her head every way she can, and Suzu is going to try and commit murder. And oh my god, that's going to be such a fantastic match, but without a doubt. looking at it though that that day 13 show uh looks like it has probably my top two most excited i mean like there there are other matches obviously it's very very hard to like pick just three but mm-hmm. like i i would say my number two is probably the same it's probably saikama time versus suzu suzuki um it, it just looks great and i think that could be a great moment for Suzu. She could beat Saya. Like that could be pretty huge, because uh, that's kind of how I, how I see it going. I see Suzu upsetting Saya there, um, and I think that'd be really really great. And uh, yeah, that that show, um, though it reminds me of that tragedy, it looks so good. It looks so good. Like just overall, it looks like a great show. Mai versus Julia's on it. Like damn, that's great. Mm-hmm. Got you. Got your. Yeah, my number two is the same as yours. Okay. Uh, Scott, you got your number two? Yes. Julia versus Suzu Suzuki is my number two. I think a lot of people have this as their number one, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, makes sense. It's probably the most built match in this entire tournament. Uh, But it should be phenomenal. I have no doubt about it. Potential match of the year contender. Um, You know, this is, you know, bold to have. If Julia goes in there and does some grappling, then, you know, everyone's going to freak out. But I don't expect that to happen. Their feud has, it should just be an all-out war for 15 minutes or less, of course. Um, But with that being the final night and the story that they've built into it, I think, no question, it will be one of the best matches of the tournament and maybe of Stardom's entire year. Oh, yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, my number two then is actually uh, Himeka versus Utami. So, th- I mean, this is the match that I've been asking for for a long, long time. So, for for them to finally True. give it to me is is all I need. And you know, fifteen minute time limit, they're just gonna go at it. And it's you know, it's it's on the first day of the tournament action as well. So they're both gonna be coming in fresh in Ota Ward, ready to just go at it. And so I think uh, Jumbo versus Utami is, is going to be one of my favorite matches of the tournament by far. That's valid. That's valid. Uh, 
Yeah, my, my number one, I, I did not account for, like, how many great matches there's going to be. Because I said, oh, my number one's probably on the same... Like, because I was thinking, oh, Tom versus Izumi is a match I'm very excited for. But, like, the entire last day has just crazy stuff on it. So is the entire first day. It's very hard to pick. Mm-hmm. Um, like, part of me, and this is, like, a really... Again, I don't know if we're going to do Dark Horse matches, but, like, Saikama Time versus Zamisore. Okay, then I'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm like Julia versus Suzu, obviously, but I'd say more my taste, it probably is Izumi versus Utami. I think that's probably the match that, like, I personally am very excited for, uh, especially after the whole, you know, fight for the uh, ownership of start of uh, Queen's Quest, like, fight for the leadership. I thought that it kind of ended in not, like, cheap terms because it was obviously like decisive but it ended a bit not permanent and i think that like azumi getting one more shot at just kind of like trying to overthrow utami obviously it's a bit softer than that they're they're homies it's not i hope it's not any any you know storyline direction for it but just like that little you know like oh well i i always was destined to be the leader i want to be the leader she stopped me from being the leader i want to beat her and get more points in this tournament, blah, blah, blah. I think that's a great story. It's it's uh underlying story, obviously, but I, I'm really excited for that match overall, even though I do kind of see it being a draw, uh, if not an Utami just straight out win, because Utami's beat her like 2-0. So it's not looking good for my girl, but I, that's that's a match I'm really excited for. But obviously Suzu and Julia is Suzu and Julia, so. That's fair. Gotti. Do you guys remember when uh, Batista did that "Give me what I want" thing when he was <laughs> yes. feuding with uh, Triple H? Big fan. Uh, okay, so here, here's my here's my wonderful backstory. So on September 9th, two thousand twenty-one, Julia was announced to be out of the Five Star Grand Prix last year, and they took away the one match I've been waiting for forever. It feels like. Julia oh, versus Momo Watanabe. It I just is remember that match <laughs> I have wanted forever now. It was always going to be my number one. I don't care what else happens in this tournament. Yeah, we're getting Shuri versus Tommy. Great, seen it. We're getting all these other matches that I'm not going to name because we still have to do Dark Horses, but you get the point. This is the match for me. That I've been waiting for the most. And, you know, like Dylan said, like, you know, Utami versus Zumi's up his alley in terms of himself as a fan. This is the one I've been wanting. These two destroy each other every single time they step in the ring, yet we've never had the singles match. This is the one. This is the one I can't wait for. I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea what day it's on, but I can't wait. I don't even know if it's at a big show. Hopefully it's at a Corican or something, but this is the one. This is the one I cannot wait for. It's the reason Julia versus Suzuki fell to number two, and it's because these two are going to destroy each other. And then Julia has to fight Suzuki. So I can't wait. I, uh, I I'm wasn't... looking for what day it's on. <laughs> so I, I, I thought it was on one of the big day days, eighteen. So... I just found it. Day eighteen. Oh, I don't know right. what day that is. Hey. Oh, oh wow, right. that's that's like that's like a big that's a big match. It's Corkin, uh, uh, isn't it? Yeah, Shuri versus yes, Tam's so. on that show. Mayu that versus show. Suzuki. That's, that's the difference maker wow. right there. That's like the the elimination day, because uh, mm-hmm. it's judgment day, so to speak. Because by, by that point, uh, there's only a few days left. You can't really change your di- your direction, so there'll only be like 
I, I say there will only be, but there will realistically be like six people in each block still eligible, um, which is a lot when you look at it as like a normal tournament because it's so big. Uh, six is a whittled down number. Yeah, I mean, that, that sounds like a great match overall. Um, I was going to be the annoying person and say, well, actually. Just don't. 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 Cinderella tournaments don't count. It was bad, also. <laughs> like it wasn't. Cinderella good. tournaments don't count. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Cinderella tournaments don't count. Beat Momo. Well, listen, cool. listen. Stardom doesn't count to Tommy versus Shuri from the Cinderella tournament, so that means I don't have to count it either. It's yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like they only count the top four matches. And even then, like Dylan, if you ask could anybody, I it, okay, get to okay, my yes, point. you can. That's why <laughs> I should go last? Okay. <laughs> My number one <laughs> is Suzu versus Julia. That's gonna be great. Okay. Original. I don't want to talk anymore? Fuck you guys. All right. Um, so why we don't have guests. No. Um, so <laughs> as as Dylan kind of alluded to there, um, what are your what do you think is like a sleeper match of the tournament? And I will go first this time. <laughs> so mine. Is uh, I did throw a mention towards it earlier, but it's it's Hanan versus Suzu Suzuki. Um, I think Hanan's going to be full of piss and vinegar throughout this entire tournament. Uh, Suzu is obviously going to be at a hundred percent. Matches on a cork, and and I imagine they will keep it short. So I mean, this could just be a very very fun sprint in the vein of kind of Hanan's future of Stardom title matches, where you know they will just pack everything into seven or eight minutes. Uh, you add that, you add Suzu into that, and you're gonna get one of the most fun matches of the tournament if if all things kind of click. Yeah, that sounds fun. It does. Am I going now? Are yes, we making sure Dylan goes last? Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with. Oh, I just lost it. Give me one. Oh my god. <laughs> Listen, I'm looking at the lineup. My head doesn't work this way. Okay? All right. Cool. Ah, uh, man, I lost it. It's gone. It's oh, gone. oh, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. On the final day, Utami versus Koguma. I think that's going to bang. It, it's on the final show. It's going to matter because I'm sure Tommy's going to be up in the uh, conversation. You know, I brought up Koguma earlier as like a potential uh, Red Stars block MVP from like the non-popular choices at the very top. I think that one could be really, really good with a potential upset there from Koguma. So I'll go with that one. Uh, I was gonna pick a different one, but you know, you guys, you guys pressured me, so I just, I just stopped. So goodbye. Bye. Okay. Um, I don't like have a Zoom have... in it. I dare you. No. I, the funny thing is that it's gonna have Tall Sai in it. Um, I think her running it back with Nats play will be really fun. Um. Oh yeah. Shit. I think that that's that's one that I mean, like that's obviously my match of the year uh, to this point, just because I'm a I'm a mark and I love Stardom and that's Stardom takes up like half my match of the year. Wait a minute, I thought so, your match of the year was Tam versus Nazi Boy. That's just so not true. Um, <laughs> in fact, in fact, every time I think about that match, I want to like bump it down a grade because it's like every time I think about it, it's like, oh, that's worse. Which one? That's wor- both of them. Uh, I, I I think they both have okay, like sure. because because they both exist, they've made each of them worse. Um if one of them existed and one of them didn't, it would be fine. I've talked about this before. It doesn't matter. Uh but yeah, both of them just get worse every time I think about it. 
Um, yeah, I, I think I think Tulsa versus Natsupoy is probably up there. Um, Tulsa versus Suzuki too. Um, obviously, I, I've said this before. I'm a big like fan of rooting against champions in tournaments. It's like my favorite thing to do in round robin tournaments is per, like hope for a champion to lose against somebody who could challenge for the belt. Even though realistically, Tulsa has one challenger, and it's Kyrie. So like none of this matters, but I I just like that's just my enjoyment out of a lot of round robin tournaments. So a lot of the matches, even though Tulsa is like top two favorite wrestlers of mine right now. Uh, I just want to see her lose like so bad in this tournament because that's just that's just what I enjoy. So yeah, Hazuki, who I kind of see might beat Saya, is is Hazuki, and then the Natsupoy match too. So those those two matches are are probably the ones I'm I'm most excited for. Also, can I just mention? I know that I I get off on a lot of tangents. This is re- relevant. Relevant. Let me say that. Can I just mention that nobody mentioned Julia versus Natsupoy? I just was about to say I thought of another <laughs> one that I forgot, and it was that I... one. But you know, he already got. I didn't it. think that would count as a sleeper, given that Stardom has hyped it up themselves. But I also wouldn't put it as like a top three favorite match. You know, I wouldn't put it as a top five. I'm I'm so not excited for that match. <laughs> I wish they were doing any other DDM versus Natsupoy match because it would make so much more sense. Mm-hmm. It would be so much more, maybe yeah. not so much more sense because of the way that the turn happened. But I just think like Natsupoy versus Ma- Micah right now would be so great. Like that, like oh, I, I would thought be of thirsting for that, but I don't know. Julia versus Natsupoy just feels kind of like uh, empty to me, I guess. Yeah. Go on, Scott. Oh, Julia versus Hanan. I just feel like Ooh. that could be really good. Uh, kind of like where what our Alex was going with the Suzu Hanan match, but like Julia's Julia can be really good with the uh, young wrestlers of the crop, and I feel. I like that a lot. It's eight minutes sprint between them, where Julia just ends up probably destroying her. Could be great. Good underdog type uh, story there for Hanan. Definitely no, I, I I like that one. Um, one that's interesting to me is is actually Momo versus Kid because we obviously saw late last year that they have fantastic chemistry, um, but now they're obviously on the same side. So I don't know if they're gonna try and pick that up or what, but it's I mean, so much what's the date after. of that? What's the date of? That? Um, I it's it's early. I, I don't think it's a it's a notable one. I don't know. Okay, like I just want to make sure which Stardom quest I want to avoid. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh, it's not day five. It's, yeah, it's day five, August eleventh. So oh, is it? yeah, I can't read. I think that's a Corkin based on how many matches there are, so they might yeah. go all out. That could be a really good one if they try, because we know they have great chemistry, but they might do the heel versus heel shenanigan stuff instead. So I'm not really sure that how would that also one be would fun. turn out. I just hope they don't have acid. I think that's the only thing. Because like, if they just do like full heel versus heel, like, uh, what was it, Ishimori versus Show? That was like the best, again, sorry for bringing up New Japan. That was like one of my favorite show matches <laughs> of the Best of Super Juniors. Uh, because it was just them being heels and just being assholes and just trying to like outdo each other. And it was so like funny and great and it was really well done. Uh, and it didn't disrupt anything else. Uh, so like if they could just do it like that instead of just kind of half-assing it uh, and like evil laughter and then like one of them turns on each other and then it's just a wrestling match. They do... Something interesting. I'm I'm excited for that as well. Fair enough. 
thought yeah. Scott, I thought Scott was going to comment, but because every time no, we, no, every... no, I was I was being nice. I was okay. making sure to keep myself quiet. Okay, I'm trying to be nice about the Dylan Oedotai stuff. I'm gonna be nice. Hey, about hey, it. I I don't have any beef with the Oedotai anymore. It's Kozen there, the ops. Everybody knows this. Hell yeah. Um, so so you have a problem with Saki and Hikaru Shimizu? Is that no, what you're saying? No, 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 no. Colors, is different. Colors is different. Colors okay. is okay. what Kozen wants to be. Do you understand? That, like, completely different. Like, because Colors is just actually, like, I don't at, think, like, I don't think they genuine. want to be that, though. I don't think the Cosmic Angels want to be that. If they did, Unagi wouldn't be a jerk. Well, they're all jerks. That's my point. Is that it's like, we, we, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm telling Waka. I'm telling Waka you called her a jerk. She well, there's reasons she's a jerk. Never mind. Never mind. Nope. <laughs> Moving on. Don't talk to me about Waka, boy. <laughs> Why did yeah, I let yeah, Waka we're good. do that? I just I'm so oh I'm so amused. I listened back to our podcast. I straight up started crying. Uh like it was so funny. It was so funny. Dude, like just the the realization that she kept it on for two hours after her match to come out and do the photo op, just that's 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 incredible. Like that's that's just something else, man. Yeah, no, it, we we <laughs> we were doing well. We did so well with the Waka thing, and then it just hit us how absurd it was. Her like cutting promos with it, seconding with it, and keeping it on until the end. And that was when we both just completely died. That was amazing. It was, yeah, that was a hard thing to get through. Um, so I think I've run out of questions because it, usually the the who's going to win thing takes forever because there are so many good options. But this time we were all like, oh yeah, Julie's winning. So like, what what more do you want me to say? I think okay, uh, food. Like I I have a few questions. One of them is food poisoning. Julia gets food poisoning. What the fuck do they do? Like, like obviously we think Julia is going to win, uh-huh. but why we also food thought, poisoning? Well, why? like I mean, I want I don't want to even like like say oh she gets injured because that's what happened last year. Like I don't want to even like put that into the world, but now I had to. Scott, thank you. Um, You're welcome. But no, like like Julia gets food poisoning, can't compete for the last five days of the tournament. What do they do? Like who is there? Like because obviously Suzu. we think. That is that is that the answer? Because like I, I'm Suzu. I'm thinking like. Thank you for letting me finish my question, Alex. <laughs> there is no need for the question. If Julia can, I I got an answer. Actually, Suzu. I I got an, I have an answer for Dylan's proposition here. Uh, I think they could save the Julia match because then you could just have her challenge normal against Shuri or Tam or whoever the hell is champion. Uh, you can have literally anyone win that's not a two-time winner. So Suzu, Micah, like the people we were naming earlier, I think those all fit. Give Shuri a title match. I don't know if they give it to Suzu. I'd love if they gave it to Suzu, but like this is where my Micah thought came, comes into play. Like, oh, she's safe. She'll lose, but she's safe. You know, it, it's it's an accolade I could see them give her. Um, you know, you go down the list like Tony Storm won. So literally anyone's allowed to win this damn tournament. Um, like Tessa Blanchard was in the final one year, so there's literally you know, right. we can go as low as you need this, to go. This is we a... can give it to my Sakurai. No. We can give it to. <laughs> just kidding. My, my just Sakurai kidding. does play into my next question, but oh, we'll, we'll talk about okay. that in a second. Oh, geez. Uh, I think the issue with Micah is that like she's gonna have to lose. I could name a few, quite a few times. 
because like I don't know, like there there are some matches that she just does not win here. Uh, I think namely against Tam uh, is probably the the biggest one that she just can't really win. Same with like Risa Sarah, I would say. Like those are two matches I don't think Micah can even like conceivably win. Uh, whereas some wrestlers don't have that limit. Like I don't think Suzu has to lose to anybody. She will because that's how tournaments work. But I, I like Suzu doesn't need to lose to basically anybody in her block because she has an edge on most of the people in it at the very least, or she at least has like the you know, the new car smell <laughs> type of thing, where she's like the the new toy and she can just defeat everybody if she wanted to. Um, I, I think that's the biggest issue with Micah going through, is that she's going to have to lose quite a few times. Um, same with like Kameka type of thing. Same with Azumi and Koguma, those type of people, who I think would be really fun dark horses like just to like make it to the finals, but just the amount of wins they have to get is so insane this year that it's very hard for for normal, I don't want to call them normal, but normal wrestlers to win type of thing, uh, if that makes any sense. Um, kind of. I mean, most most of these people are usually in contention going into the last day anyway, so you can. Well, yeah, but I think do like what I'm saying, you need to. Uh, especially what I'm saying Micah. is like, like Micah's clearly going to be in contention going into the last day. That's the plan. You know, she'll probably beat Utami or Shuri. She'll probably be most of the lower half of the block. Like, you know, she's going to be well-suited to, to go through to the final if they need to do that kind of adjustment. Because they do keep a few people alive, usually. Like, this isn't going to be... Yeah. Siri and Utami are, like, 10 points clear. Like, that's not really how they well, do it. Well, yes. But but my, my, my thinking is that somebody like Unagi, who is not doing great right now in terms of just, like, having momentum behind her... uh. It would take her like six, seven wins just to be even considered in contention, vaguely. Uh, and I don't see her getting seven wins over the other people in her block. Type of like Micah, maybe Micah is a bad example because Micah realistically, like I, she probably does get roughly six, seven wins, seven, eight maybe. Um, but like I think a lot of a lot of my struggle with like kind of predicting this, predicting like how it shapes out, is that. There's so many entrants, you have to win so many matches to be in contention. You have to win at least six matches to be even remotely in contention uh, by the last day. And that's a lot of matches against a very stacked field, is more so what I'm getting at. Um, so it, it's harder for Micah to just slot away. Okay, in but uh, let's, 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 let's talk through this, okay. Um, Micah can beat Saki Kashima, yes? That's one. Yes. He can beat Unagi. Don't talk That's... to me like I'm an idiot. Hold on, don't hold on, don't hold talk on. to me like this. Just... Don't, don't do me like this. <laughs> We're just going to run through it. We're just going to test your hypothesis, okay? She can beat Saki Kashima, right? That's one. She can beat Siria Utami. That's two. She can probably beat Koguma, which is three. I, I don't I don't think she beats Koguma. I think I think that's the thing is that Micah is okay. kind of right. one of the people okay. who can lose realistically to a lot she of the, the roll-ups type of she thing. She can beat Tekla. Okay, that's three. Okay. Yes. She can beat my Sakurai. That's four. Yes. We're at four very easily before we start splitting hairs. You know, because, I mean, she could, well, I, she could beat Well, obviously Micah. she gets eight points. <laughs> yeah, but the, there's not a big gap between eight and, like, the 12 needed to maybe qualify. Like, the, she can beat somebody like Saki or Azami or Himeka. Like, they view this woman as an upper mid-card wrestler. There is not... She's not going to be on like six points going into the last. Well, no, day. and that and and that's that's why I said that I think she gets roughly fourteen, but that's still not even like close. You don't know that. to I mean, the final. Tiri and Utami and Tam all have to lose matches too. They're not going to be on eighteen points 
like they're gonna lose as well. I don't know. I like. I think. I think it's really. It's an interesting scenario because I can't even think of a tournament that has gone this route in terms of like the amount of people in it. So it's like, like, like I said to you before we start recording, like the numbers mean nothing, uh, because we have no idea what the benchmark type of thing is. So it's like I'm just throwing out random like ideas of like, oh well, Michael will probably fall short because I don't know what falling short is. So. It was more of a it was more of a hypothetical, Alex. We tested that you, it. You destroyed we, for we me. We tested your hypothesis. That's what that's what one does. Well, you God, know. do you have any idea what this boy is saying, or am I just like being mean? Because <laughs> it's possible I'm uh, being mean. I I I I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't God, do the number thing because like I don't care. I don't care until the end when the numbers are like there for me to just decide on i appreciate your effort here dylan is that does that make you feel better i appreciate your effort i appreciate what you're trying to say that being said i uh he did prove your hypothesis so that was tough <laughs> to be fair my hypothesis was micah gets 14 points <laughs> oh see so that sounds oh my god is that good that'll be seven wins <laughs> out of like 10 that's amazing uh 12 six oh, well how many draws so she would do break you gotta act like you gotta you gotta appreciate oh my god the, the draws, draws that's something we need brother. to talk about oh come on about man draws. what's your over under on draws i'm setting the benchmark I, at i have like 15 eight. oh I have, jesus christ i have like eight draws isn't uh, there 156 matches yes yes okay but so, like, so many of those happen on the same show i don't imagine they have four draws on the same show please god don't let there be four draws on the same show uh, you know like that, that's kind of that's kind of my thing but like, wouldn't I you imagine, want them like, all at once so you don't no. have to worry about them that's not really how that works that no, wouldn't be how they do it no it's all. not what uh, if it is i don't know how it works this is the whole point of this conversation so, we don't know how any of this works because we, there are 26 people in this tournament i don't know what they're gonna do well, uh, Dylan and I have watched Japan Grand Prix tournaments with with lots of very dumb draws, and Rossi was involved in those. Yeah. So this is true. Not putting anything past him, he just had Lady Z and Momokogo go to a draw. I'm not a draw. Just get excited for that for that Hanan versus Suzuki draw, guys. That's going to be really fun. Honestly, probably that sounds like a decent a decent match. The, I the mind thing that, is, but... as I said to Dylan, he Rossi generally clean finishes in the five star so i don't think the draws will be as much of a crutch in the tournament as people expect um but there will be enough that people might like complain but there's not going to be more draws here than there was on like catch the wave where like almost every, every third be... match went to a draw almost like they're you know this isn't going to be as bad as that percentage wise i guess um there's like 20 days i can't see there being a draw every day type of thing like i'd say like maybe like most days like so maybe like 15 draws all together but like i can't see there being like you know 30 draws which did means at say least 15? two a day probably did, did i thought I you said 15 no i said 15 <laughs> come on man that's crazy that's no, why i, I was 15. acting like you were crazy <laughs> oh no 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 no! i said 15 as the over no, 15 is 15 is realistic I, I would say like okay. 10 to 12 yeah. uh or 8 to 12 yeah, roughly but like I, I can't see there being any more than like fifteen twenty. Like that's that's more than one a day. That that's too much. 
and I don't think they even do that. Just in terms of scheduling out like shows, like I don't think you could have like that many time limit draws and then also have other like wrestling matches also on the shows. And considering most of these shows have like at least six tournament matches, I, I can't imagine there's any more than one draw in a show and then not every show. That, that's kind of how I see the draw thing. Fair enough. Uh, and honestly, I okay. see most of them going to Utami, like like Utami types. Yeah. Uh, you know, then like, I, I don't see like a Saki Kashima Tekla draw because who cares? Like that doesn't, like yeah, they're they're probably like roughly at the same level. Saki's getting up there. Te- Tekla's had a little bit of time like for a momentum to slow down, so like they're probably roughly closer to the same level. But they don't go to a fucking fifteen minute draw, you know. Like I I think people kind of expect way too low of them. Mm-hmm. I hope that I'm not being too. You will uh, know by maybe day three yeah. or four how that's gonna pan out. Um, that's true. That's true. Uh, D- Dylan, you had a question. Have you asked the question? Is that I did not. Okay. Sorry. Uh, it was it was mainly like to do with like the the undercarders. So like people like my Sakurai, uh, like even Saki Kashima to a to a degree, Hanan, uh, Mina kinda, and Ida. Like, what do you see their points? Like, what do you think the bottom point getter is going to get? Zero. Do you think anybody gets zero points? Yeah. It's like I feel like. I feel like That's all the have there. to get two. Man, shut up. No, I have to. I, like, I. I <laughs> no, like I, I feel like Ida. I don't know. I feel like Ida's been like itching for a win against Amisore, even though Amisore's beat her a lot. I feel like that's a winnable match for her. Uh, I think Amisore is a big question mark because I can see her beating Tall Saya, but I can also see her losing to Saya Ida. You know what I mean? Um, like I, I feel like. Most of them have to get at least two points. Yeah. Uh, but like I- I'm wondering, like, because maybe I'm being too generous to Ida. Maybe I'm saying like, oh, Mina, Mina could realistically like lose to an Itabashi, and Ida gets two points there, type of thing. Or you know, Hanan can beat Ida or beat Mina even. Um, Hanan could. I-, I think that's probably my bigger question. What do you guys see Hanan doing in this tournament in terms of like, does she win at all? Because She's turning 18. She's like that's around the time that most wrestlers start getting a bit more of a push, maybe not like an a push push necessarily, but a bit more like doesn't only win against her sisters push type of thing. So like what what do you see her first tournament looking like in terms of like her winning or even just her performances uh what, what do you see Hanan doing? Got you want to take that one away? Yeah, I think well, one, I think she's going to have a really fun tournament, like just match quality. Like her her style is so perfect for a tournament like this because she's going to make a lot of like the higher wrestlers have to follow that rather than her following those, I hope, because I love her Future Storm title matches and like that style match with someone like a Hazuki will be really cool yeah. or Sayakamatani. Like those will be really cool. Uh, points wise, I think she gets one or two wins because she, unlike Ruaka last year, she's like, you know, she's the future of the company. Like she's been donned as the future ace for, I don't know how long, but she has, (laughs) yeah, like she has that credibility. Rossi made it a point last year. He's getting her in this tournament this year. I think it would be crazy if she ended up with zero. Because, again, 
I see, you know, it's the match between her and Saida that can legitimately go either way in these two having zero points or not. But, like, if Hanan beat Mina Shirakawa, I wouldn't bat an eye. Also could be an yeah. easy win for Mina Shirakawa as well. So, like, that's the whole thing there. I think she's going to have a really good showing. I think she gets two or four points. Is she not on the last day? She is not. Her and uh, my Sakurai are not. Yeah, I, I I mean I I I worry that she's not gonna get any points until that last Hanan versus Ida match, and then Hanan wins and Ida just doesn't get any points. Uh, like that that's kind of my fear <laughs> is that they just get completely steamrolled by every other wrestler. The thing is, um, uh, it, to me, it's better to get like zero to two points than it is to get five or six. Um, in a way, because you can put a lot more attention on that, especially with Ida, you know where. Her whole thing is being the underdog. Like if she doesn't win at all and then beats Amisore on the final day, like that's more important than just her going three and nine, right? So if I would say Ida maybe gets less points, I don't know if Ida gets less points than Hanan, but they'll probably finish in and around the same. Will be how they go about telling that. That really makes a difference to me. Like I think Hanan will be a focus, and she'll get a lot of spirited performances. She might end up finishing with only like three points, but it won't matter because ultimately the focus is on her having this trial by fire or whatever, and it's the follow-up then will be important. Um, and Ida might be the same. You know, Ida might only finish with two or three or four points, but it will be how they go about doing that. That that really matters. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like that—that's how I, I kind of see it as like they both get around two wins. Like, no more than, like, three, realistically. Uh, but I imagine they both, like, I feel like Mirai, Amisori, and Mina are, maybe not Mirai so much, uh, but specifically Mina and Amisori are so open to just losing to people who are theoretically beneath them. Um, that I think it would be it would be too much. It, passing up on that to give them a win or two, I feel like that would be kind of dumb. Uh but yeah, that, that's my main question. Uh, I know Scott maybe had one. So before I get to my uh, other question, because I have plenty to talk about, uh, Scott, what, what, what do you have to say? Uh, we talked about Suzu a lot, obviously, because she's like the really exciting one. But there are two other outsiders in this tournament, Risa Sarah yes. and Saki. You know, they I think they play a very important role in the Red Stars block in terms of not only just match quality, but... I, I feel like they're going to be respected. One of them is going to be around for the foreseeable future, which is Saki, it seems, you know, since she's part of a group. And I'm sure prominence isn't going anywhere. Uh, how do you think they both fare in this tournament? Just points? You don't have to give me exact points, but, like, <laughs> give me, like, where they land in the standings. I know you will. Um, I appreciate that from you, Dylan. Don't, don't get me wrong. Uh, but um, this is mostly for Alex. Like, you could just give me, like, yeah. Bottom, middle, top. Like, where do you think they end up, and how do you think they look in terms of being in such a big block with, you know, top, uh, presumably the world champ. Oh, it will be the world champion either way because Tam's in this block anyway. So, where do you think they'll end up? Uh, Scott, I'll let you go first. You want no, me Scott, to go first? Sorry, Dylan. That is one question. Dylan, you can go uh, first. Yeah, <laughs> I, was I, mean... like, I was like, I asked a question. <laughs> sorry. I. I... I imagine they uh, 
I, I said this, and it's it's very lame of me to know this, but like I told you about uh, Tai Chi, I see them going Kashikoshi, which is a sumo term for a winning record. So I imagine they both get pretty high winning records, uh, which in, in this tournament, I guess, would be at least seven wins. Um, so yeah, I, I imagine they both get at least seven wins. Uh, I have them both kind of bottoming out at like 16, uh, because that's like... I, I imagine like final day Tam versus Zaki is like the match type of thing mm-hmm. uh, that decides it. Cause obviously, I mean, like we, we talk a lot about a lot of people, but at the end of the day, I still cannot shake the feeling that it's going to be Tam Julia final with Julia going over. Um, and I just imagine Saki loses to Tam. Tam goes, goes through and Saki ends uh, with the respectable eight wins type of thing. Same with Risa Sarah and Shuri, except Risa Sarah, I kind of, think might beat shuri uh and again and around eight wins so i I do think they will be definitely respected uh especially risa sarah like obviously i I have them at the same level but if i was to budge on either of them it would be saki getting more losses Mm -hmm. uh than it would be risa because i think risa definitely just commands more more respect maybe uh from other companies type of thing but you never really know I, i think it's a good Good question. I'm excited for their tournaments, respectively. Alex, go ahead. Yeah, so I I, I figure Saki to be at like that eight point mark. You know, she'll be around the middle of the table, because um, you know, obviously, she is a fairly respected wrestler, but she also isn't really on that level of Risa Sarah, who you know has a lot more pull. It seems like as you know, a former ice ribbon champion, and obviously, ice ribbon would be seen as a in a higher standard than you know, colors and, and actress girls. Um, so I think Risa Sarah probably is around the 14 points, probably goes in, probably beats Siri on that final day and spoils Siri and, you know, is, is very much in contention for the block on that final day. Uh, I definitely see Risa Sarah uh, finishing pretty well, um, but I, I do think Saki maybe trails behind just a little bit and, you know, maybe is more of a kind of mid-middle-of-the-table kind of finish. Cool. That's that's kind of what I felt. So I was just wondering. I, I'm excited for Reese's turn uh, tournament, especially after that title match she had. Um, I'm not the high guy on Saki necessarily, but she has a lot of opponents that could bring the best out of her. So yeah. it should be fun. Um, I I totally forgot that my Sakurai existed, but she. I I was asking the same question <laughs> about my Sakurai regarding like, does she get? any points because i think she has a way harder time of getting points surprisingly uh against her field because there is no like the only person she could realistically beat is like saki and sakurai will Uh, do better than you're expecting because they really like her yeah but she doesn't pin people she has that uh flash pin thing now that weird one that she does i i I cannot tell you what that is, honestly. I've watched all of these. I've watched all of these shows, and I cannot tell you <laughs> what her flashpin is. But I, I, I will take a word. It's like for a it. crucifix kind of thing, but she doesn't do it as a crucifix because obviously she's not that athletic to do that. So easy, damn. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like I, I see her getting like two points, four points, but she probably will do better than I'm expecting. Uh, she's gonna get a stupid that. big win against like. Inunagi, Ornazumi, like something like that. See, I have her beating Saki, uh, 
Kashima. Oh, okay, there's I, that I, one. I hate, oh, no, I that hate, that's not the same. I, yeah, I hate I hate uh, having both Saki and Saki Kashima on this because like I just refer to Saki Kashima as Saki, so it's like it always sounds weird. Um, same with the Saiyas, but usually. All right, so yell, yell Saki, <laughs> Saki yeah, like okay, color Saki because um, it's all caps. Just yell that one, and then when yeah. you say the other one, just say no. All caps Saki. Um, yeah, I see her beating Saki Kashima. Uh, I could see her beating Unagi. I think Unagi is gonna have a rough tournament. Uh, personally, because it. It feels like most of her matches are not winnable, and if they are, they are very hard-fought wins. And I, I don't really see her being the upsetter because there's so many people who can upset people in this tournament, and she's not really one of them. Uh, again, I, and I'm I'm growing on Unagi, so it's not like a hater thing, but I, I just see like any match that she's supposed to win theoretically, uh, like Koguma and Azumi take up those points anyway. You know, they just roll it up and Unagi doesn't really have that. So I think Unagi probably has a rougher tournament than most people are expecting, maybe. But uh, I don't know if she loses to my soccer. That's a bit extreme. I don't know. I mean, Unagi can probably... She'll probably be that person who just, like, beats who you think she'd be and then loses to who you think she'd lose to. You know, perfectly middle-of-the-road kind of performance, if I had to guess. Yeah, maybe maybe a hard fought draw with with Siri, who you know she's gone long with before. No, no, it's okay. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. Yeah, we're good. It's okay. It's okay. It's funny because because I was thinking at one point, uh, oh, Tam versus Unagi goes to a draw, and then I was like, I don't want to watch that. I'm not even going to put that energy into the air. Um, and then you just did something worse, so that's great. The, the Siri and Unagi <laughs> draws worse. were fun. They like they could have a good I, I, fifteen minute match. I did not like those. I, I in fact, really did not so like You those. have no yeah. taste. You are the worst. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought, I wow. thought those were not so Wow. Okay. <laughs> the funny thing is, we have to record a podcast tomorrow. So, like, all of this is going to, like, float over into me discussing Mina Shirakawa turning on all, all goes in. Like, it's, it's just going to float over. And uh, I think this might be the last week. We episode 100. Last episode. In fairness, <laughs> last. In fairness, uh, I anything is more entertaining than this Hokkaido house show tour. <laughs> like it's not even close. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were some good shows. It doesn't matter. Um, I, I had one more question. I'm kind of forgetting it. Boy. But yeah. Uh. Oh yeah, upsets. Do you guys see? Do you guys see any like major upsets that we haven't like necessarily like gone into in depth yet? Does Saki not count? Like does Saki Sa- Kashima wins not count? No, that counts. I mean, it depends on who she wins against. Like if she beats Micah, then that doesn't really count. But like if you're saying she's gonna beat Shuri or Tam or Utami, even like I, I would say that's pretty, pretty big. I think she beats one of Tam or Utami. I, I have. I think she beats Utami. Um. My, my my big prediction, and I know that I get into like the wins and losses a bit too much before the tournament starts. I know that that doesn't necessarily rub people the right way. Sometimes it's a bit uh, nerdy and annoying sometimes. My apologies. But I kind of see after Tam loses to Shuri, she probably stumbles. I, I see her losing to Jumbo and Azumi. So first two matches, she drops. And then she wins like most of her matches after that. Maybe not wins, but draws at least. Like... I think she drops her first two matches and then just like uh, it lights her, it lights a fire under her ass and then she just goes on a run. Um, so those are two of my big upsets that I don't think anybody's really talking about. Because uh, I mean, obviously, like Azumi Shuri, 
that isn't even an upset anymore, but like it always feels like it is, and like you hope it does, and it's you know like that is an upset, but it also isn't. Um, but yeah, I think I think Hameka and Izumi over Tam is my big one. Um, yeah, and then Saki over Utami. Oh, um, my one is gonna annoy you. It's uh, Mina over Saya Kamatani. Um, it's out of Korokin. Dude, I, I, I know you. that's at a Korokin with no other clear like upset. No, 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 no. My, I, I forgot that I had blue stars. I was only talking about red stars. Uh, Mina over Momo, which is gonna upset you even more. Um, I, I hate you too. <laughs> I predicted that last year and it didn't happen, but now I feel like, and I hate to say it because I am a Momo believer. Post why Mina? Title. Why? Why because both of you with Mina? Why can't you pick someone she's else? She's got that glamorous collection Mina opinion thingy. Like she, she can do it. Yeah, the, the Sky Day. Um, I hope Mariah beats all your favorites. Probably will. Over. She's not. She's not. She's she's not in the block with all my favorites. So ha ha ha. Except for Talsaya. Please don't beat Talsaya. Saya um, Kamatani's right there. Yeah, that's why. That's why I said please don't beat Saya. Um, no, I think Starlight Wait, Kid don't over you like Suzuki. Don't you I like do Suzuki? love Suzuki. But I, so I just, I I've accepted, I've accepted the fact that Mariah's beat Kazuki. Um, <laughs> like that's just, that's just probably going to happen. Mm. Um, I, I also think Starlight Kid over Suzu. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but they're kind of, I don't know. Like I hate Twitter because it always feels like it's more than it is. But like they are soft, like saying, hey, like Starlight Kid has a lot of attachment to Wave. Um, I would not be surprised if she wrestles in Wave before like the end of next year. Uh, I don't know how soon, obviously, but like I wouldn't be surprised. I can see her getting the upset on Suzu first night and challenging for the catch the wave belt in a couple months. Um, I, I think I think that's that would be really cool. Uh, I'm gonna put my hater brain away for a second. I'm I'm gonna say I think that would be really fun. I think Starlight Kid has a lot of respect for uh, Nozaki, and I think she really wants to. She wanted to wrestle Nozaki, obviously, but now she kind of has an in uh, to wrestle Suzu. And if Gami is is willing to let go of that uh <laughs> that shoe pro beef uh and you know pull herself up by the bootstraps type of thing, <laughs> uh I think that could be a fun little feud that they run uh during this tournament and after it. So I think that's my big one from Blue Stars. All right. I now need Starlight Kid to beat Suzu, pick up the Regina belt. No, 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 no. I, I, did not, I never cover. said. That's exactly I said what I should, need. She should pick That's up the, what the fucking belt. Easy. She <laughs> should absolutely do that. Go on the Shoe Pro cover with the belt. It would be perfect. That would, keep, I know, that would be I know that, like, I know that, like, I get worked up a lot, but that would actually make me really mad if the first time the Regina belt was on the shoe. Even cover better. Was that it was fucking Starlight Kid. I would get, like, actively very upset. <laughs> like, Nozaki was right there for so long, and then it's like, oh, Starlight Kid won it. She's on the cover. It's like, man, I, I would actually, I would get, wor- I would get worked up from that. I'd get hot. That I needed yeah, that. that. That's my main one. Um, I already talked about the people defeating Tulsaya. Natsupoi do does stuff. I don't know. I feel like she's gonna have a way bigger tournament than I can even like predict because I have no idea what Who she's gonna do. Who beats Julia? I think that's going to a draw. Julia. I think Natsupoi goes to a draw with Julia. There's a whole entire block of people that okay, need to beat her. So unless she goes undefeated, with Julia is. 
despite how much I hate it, they are probably bringing back the briefcase. So probably have to have um, yeah, bring it back. people who can challenge her for the briefcase. So maybe she loses to Mirai. Uh, she loses to Starlight Kid. And maybe Hizuki? Say Momo. Damn. Oh, that's okay. You can't lose to Momo because that's late in the tournament, isn't it? And that would. Oh, no, it's Suzu. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very late. The... Suzu's the last day. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, she... Well, no, but Momo's like the day before last. Oh, yeah, yeah. You probably can't have her lose that So, one. like, yeah, it would just be a bad. Like, it, it... unless Julia just goes crazy the entire tournament, then loses to Momo, uh, she probably beats Momo. I, the the thing is that they probably are doing the briefcase, so like my prediction of Saya of Tall Saya over Julia doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. Um, Starlight Kid, yeah, uh, maybe Mirai. I mean, I'm just saying what you said. <laughs> not to point, I think not. I think not to point. Julia goes to a draw. Um, I would love Hazuki over Julia. I think the most realistic ones to do like briefcase matches are Starlight Kid and Hazuki. Mm-hmm. Um, if they are doing the whole briefcase thing, which I kind of hope they aren't, but I agree. they probably will. And yeah, I think that that's probably the most realistic ones. But like in terms of the tournament, if I'm not thinking about like the future and like what it entails, I probably have Tall Saya, Starlight Kid, Natsupoy in a draw, and then one of Hazuki or Mirai over Julia. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that's all. I, I don't. I still can't remember the fucking question I had, which sucks. But you know, we we Did talk about this every week. Did it have to do with Mayu? Week. Uh oh yeah, Mayu and Kid. Was that it was really Mayu it? And Kid. No, it's not. But that that's oh, like damn. a question that I've been I've I've had for like weeks um, that like I want to talk about. Obviously, when Mayu wins or it goes to a draw, really, Kid is not winning that match. I could have swore like two weeks ago you were like, oh, it's the natural progression. Kid wins. Don't. So, because I saw something where Kid hasn't beaten Mayu yet, and I don't know if you yeah, she has. give that away in a GP, you know. And I mean, uh, last year, uh, they Mayu won and they ended on the same amount yeah. of points. Uh, that was like the big thing. So this year, I kind of see it either Kid wins or Kid draws with Mayu and they end on the same points again. Um, yeah, and then if they blow it off next year and have Kid beat Mayu. Uh, I know some people were talking about an Azumi Kid final next year, which I feel like is a bit too early. Uh, but if they went balls to the wall and did something like that, I think that'd be a really cool story uh, of Kid beating Mayu next year. Uh, but yeah, I, I see I see it going to a draw and them tying on points at the end. Mm, probably Scott. I think I think Mayu's going to so reverse the roles a little bit from last year. I think Mayu goes into the final night with a chance to win the block, and they go to a draw to eliminate her. Yeah. I think that's what will happen. If she wins, she's in. If she loses or uh, goes to a draw, she's out. I think that's the best way to go. Um, obviously, you could just have Mayu beat Kid, but I, I would like if – you know, you talk about the progression thing, like maybe this year's a draw and then maybe next year's a win. But at the same time, I'm also with Alex. You don't really, I don't know if you want to give away the win in just a tournament match either. Yeah. So I feel like that's, that's the only time they like really wrestle each other. You could give it away if it puts Kid into the final. That's when you we might do it. Mm, but yeah. even then, that's why I I'm wouldn't. thinking if, if next year is, but then again, that means we have to go through another 
Mayu versus Kid final day match. <laughs> and like they're great together, but that it's just fine. sounds like kind of kind of bored. I, I think that's one of my bigger problems with this year's tournament is that a lot of it is repeats from last year with a lot of like new stuff sprinkled in, which is always great. Like it's not a bad thing, but like the reason why Azumi isn't like gonna have a phenomenal tournament is because she's had all of these matches before. Uh, except for Risa and Saki. Uh, so, <laughs> like, I think that's the only issue that I have with this tournament overall. But I, I find a lot of it interesting. I found it very intricate. And I'm excited to talk about it every week with you, Alex. Oh, Aren't you excited to talk about it every week with me? I'm sure you are. Hey, listen, remember last year when by one of the last weeks i just hated stardom <laughs> and there was like great yeah, i remember it. there was one siri versus tab match that perked me to life and I, it was like jesus himself had come and smacked me in the face i was like this is the holy grail of pro wrestling because <laughs> uh, i was just so I, look, good. I looked it up that was 12 minutes wow that match was 12 minutes long that's amazing that's another thing oh that that's the fucking question that's the question how does yeah we did blocks, it how does 15 minute blocks change the effect other than draws um, do you think that like everybody will be going faster or do you think they'll just be doing their matches and then cutting it short like they do sometimes that's just really annoying um what, what how do you think that like affects because like i feel like the past two years have been very long mm-hmm. like most of the matches have felt just longer by nature even if they were just 12 minutes, it's like, oh, it's 12 minutes with time to go. And whereas now it's like 12 minutes is getting kind of close to where they got to end. So how do you think that the the 15 minute time limit, other than like just a bunch of draws, how do you think that affects the tournament in terms of just work rate and pace and all that stuff? Who do you think benefits? Who do you think like doesn't benefit? I don't think anybody doesn't benefit, but who do you think, how, how do you think it goes with the 15 minutes? Scott, do you want to take it away? Yeah, I think... Well, I think there are wrestlers who could be in trouble because we've seen, you know, like we've had to see last year wrestlers having to cut down from 30 to 20 was a challenge, a.k.a. like the Utami epic had to be cut down. And that at times affected her. But she's done so little this year that I think sprints would benefit her specifically. And I say sprints, 15 minutes isn't a sprint necessarily. But comparably to her big matches, it would be. Um, And, like, that's the same kind of conversation goes for, like, a Micah. But I think Micah can uh, do that really well. Like, a 15-minute match. Like, her and Hameka will probably go in there and just close on each other 150 times and will absolutely adore it. Um, But I think, overall, it should make the tournament, one, easier to get through for those who might suffer burnout. AK Alex, um, you know, that, that wasn't a shot. That's you literally just said it. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> um, I think also it challenge like bringing up that Shuri Tam match from last year, that going 12 minutes kind of tells me all I need to know about. They can have match of the year contenders in 15 minutes. I know some people are afraid that five minutes less somehow will ruin matches. I think it can only make them better because it, hopefully, hopefully you have the wrestlers knowing that and they're not going for their match. They're going for a whole entirely different match instead of just cutting up their match from here to there. Um, that's that's what I'm hoping. I'm very confident in you know this roster 
of people because I think most agree it's one of the best in the world, if not the best. So why would I doubt them if they couldn't put it together? Like the high speed wrestlers will be fine, obviously. Yeah. Um, but the, those main event wrestlers, those will be the ones that are challenged the most. And I think from what I've seen from Shuri in the past, and I've mostly just highlighted Tommy in that conversation because it's like, okay, can she do it? She hasn't done anything this year. So I, I hope so. I hope so. But uh, I th- I think it will benefit the tournament as a whole, believe it or not. I'm kind of 50-50 on it, because I think usually stardom wrestlers, when they have a time limit, are very good at kind of quickening the pace. But then this year's Cinderella tournament, like so many of them just went through the motions for eight minutes, right? So yeah. I believe some of them will be able to work very well with that time limit and we'll have like entertaining matches or maybe really good sprints and some of them will just do their typical stuff and cut it off at eight minutes um and i'm looking squarely at micah um because micah (laughs) is never as fun in cinderella um so i don't know i think it's gonna hurt some of them who like to take their time like utami and micah but for somebody like azami or tekla or even even Amina, like it's something that could definitely benefit them. But you know, I, I'm sure this roster will do well. Like this, there's enough oh. great matches here. I I just thought of this. This is also the reason I think Suzu will be MVP because she literally just did this, yes. like the exact same yeah. 15 minute tournaments against great wrestlers. Um, so I think like she benefits too. Yeah, uh, she kind of fits in the high speed conversation. But, like Hazuki <laughs> benefit go. too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Um, this is a tiny bit off topic, but I was just reading the translations of the uh, five-star uh, presser, and the five-star ends on Azumi's 20th birthday, which made me feel so old, because that means I'm going to be 20 soon. Wow. Um, and I am going through a, a crisis at this exact second. <laughs> uh, just reading that. But yeah, oh, uh, but no, I, I totally agree. I think that like, I think for people like Mirai and Amisore, this will be like a good a good thing because they can't go too long um and again no disrespect to mariah whatsoever but i think like if anything is has been a flaw in mariah's game it's when she has to go too long uh mm-hmm. and i think we see that very often even just in the trios matches that are constantly going to time limit like it's rough for mariah and ami sorry for the kyokos you know like that that's not yeah. easy for them Ugh. so uh i i am happy that I don't think either of them get any draws necessarily. Maybe Mirai does, uh, but I think that they don't have any reason to push it uh, for a long time. You know, what I mean, I think that's a good thing for for even those type of wrestlers. I think the Mika thing is definitely a, a a conversation to have because she definitely does do better in matches that are like roughly eighteen to twenty minutes, um, and this is just not going to have any of those. Uh, she's one of the few wrestlers that I would say just actively is better going longer than she is going shorter but not too long obviously so it could affect her negatively but i think she could probably pull it together i think most of the pe- people can pull it together like you said scott it's a it's a great roster um i have no reason to doubt them though it benefits tam i'll tell you that it benefits that's true tam. Hell yeah. i'd say that most of tam's singles matches oh, that have gone oh, over 15 minutes were the not thing fun. with tam <laughs> is um she will be working an injury by day three that she conveniently forgets about whenever she wants to have a cool match so oh yeah dude when i said when i said that Love azumi it. and and Himeka are gonna beat her they're just gonna like break her arm 
quote unquote. And then Tam's just gonna like wrestle with a broken arm and still beat everybody. Uh, a broken arm <laughs> and that that's just she how can use go. to forearm people when she decides to. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, she can still lift him up for the fucking for every move that she has. Of course, but, you know. definitely. Um, well, I think that's pretty much everything. We've we've gone over a lot here. <laughs> um, kind of yeah. went off the rail a few times. Um, Who would have thought? I know, right? This is why we don't have guests. This is why we, we always say it. Um, mean, mean, mean. We, you we love went you, shorter. Scott. You went shorter on this episode than you guys do for regular episodes. Yeah, this, this was like an hour and a half. Uh, true. This was not that bad. For like a special, uh, I usually expect them to go almost two hours. We look. It's too hot to be talking for two hours. All right, that's just that's just not how it works nowadays. Anyway, um, sucks to suck, zero boy. Thank you, Scott, for for coming on. Um, you are one of the most insane men in all of wrestling content creation. You are just constantly putting stuff out. Um, and it's it's fantastic to have you on here to talk about this amazing tournament. So thank you. Well, thank you for having me. I was happy to talk about the tournament that I just want to start already. <laughs> I I can't stress yeah. this enough. Yeah. I said this to Dylan. Me and Dylan talked about this last night. Like these two pay per views this weekend, I they're gonna be good because one's like you know on crack, and the other one. I'm excited for the chaos. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's just I don't care because I want this damn tournament to start. But thank you for having me. I I'm happy to uh, talk with you guys whenever because you know what. As much as as much as I give Alex some crap once in a while, you guys are both very good at this. So thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I I'm not a dick writer, uh, like not spoiler Alex. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna thank Whoa! you. Whoa! But I do appreciate. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I love you, Scott. I I always appreciate you being here, and I thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule to to give us a little a little love as the third man because you are. No offense to to all of our illustrious guests in the past. You are uh, our favorite guest. Uh, Zavi can can suck a dick. Uh, so yeah, we appreciate. That's you very dangerous much. territory to go into. Oh, he's he's, he's just gonna to he's just gonna shit on a zoomy for like a seventeen a seventeen tweet thread and just like well, tag you, me. You, you have it, just... you have no idea how demented that man is. He will eviscerate you. <laughs> oh, he's you. he's terror. Like no, I, I I fear him. I I fear him a lot. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I don't think he listens to this deep. It's just fucking. Tell him, like me and Scott are one hundred percent ratting you out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> no. make sure he we're ratting you out. You should, you should like, you should like cut that part out. No, fact, actually, no. Zavi, I love you, buddy. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. All right, well, um, you and Scott are tied. Uh, poor Parker, you, huh? Jesus. Uh, Parker's cool. Yeah, Defo. Um, all right, so. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Dylan and I will be back tomorrow with a normal episode where we talk about the Stardom House shows. We will preview the pay-per-views this weekend. Uh, we will not be talking about the Mina and Unagi video. There's not a hope. Um, but, you know, thank you. I will be talking about it, Alex. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Find Scott wherever he is. He, as I said, he does a lot of podcasts. He does a lot of uh, content creation. He's interviewed, like, Mio Momono and Takasa Fujimoto and, and Chihiro Hashimoto. So he, he's really cool. He does a lot of cool stuff. Um, and thank you for listening to Stardom Quest. Um, this is not how I usually close the show, so I'm completely thrown off. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Joe. Joe. Scott, say it. Say it. Yeah. Thank you. Jesus.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Find your next fall adventure in Fairfax County at the National Museum of the United States Army. Take a turn on the tank simulator. Feel your seat rumble in their 300-degree theater. Then step outside to enjoy the fall colors from their outdoor dining area and rooftop Medal of Honor garden. Discover your fall adventure at the National Army Museum. Open seven days a week. Free admission and parking right off I-95. Get free tickets at usarmymuseum.org.